Welcome to Retro Rewind, Pinal Central's new sports-themed podcast, where we talk to former Pinal County athletes and discuss memorable moments in local sports history. This episode is brought to you by Jones Ford Buick GMC, serving Arizona since 1970. Stop in today at North Pinal Avenue to see their great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles or shop online at Jones Buick GMC Casa Grande. You'll be glad you did. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Retro Rewind. I am your host, Brian Wright. I am joined by my co-host, Maria Vasquez, and we have a great guest today. We have Gil Luna, who is a 2017 graduate of CG Union and a baseball pitcher, and of course, now he is pitching at the University of Arizona. And uh, Gil, thanks for joining us. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me, Brian. Well, you know, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about this season at U of A because um, so many things happened a year ago um, with COVID, you know, and sports seasons got interrupted and canceled, and then athletes had to find a way to you know, keep their training up and, and, and stay ready for, for whenever sports was going to come back. So um, what was the journey like just from last year, you know, when the season got canceled up until basically when this year started? Yeah, so it was on. The journey was definitely different. It was, I mean, we went from playing out in Texas to coming back home and, the next day telling us that our season's just completely canceled. So it was definitely mind-boggling, um, unexpected. I just – it was kind of shocking. It was more, you know, a lot of the players, a lot of the seniors were like, wow, like, what if we can't come back? Like, is our season just going to end like that? So there was a lot of questions being asked. And I feel like for me it was more like what's going to happen? We, we had to leave Tucson right away. They sent us home. And when I was home, I mean, we were home for over a little two months. So the gyms being closed and we weren't able to, to go to the fields or anything, it was it was tough to find, you know, someone that would want to do the same work that I, that I wanted to, you know. Uh, my parents worked, you know, my older sister, she works, and my brother's too small to play sports. So I had to give myself my own motivation and – I had a buddy here there that would join me, but the journey was definitely different. It was, you know, I had to give myself that my own pep talks. You know, I knew that I didn't have baseball. I didn't know when I was going to play in a game again. So it was definitely different and definitely hard. Was it um, was it difficult to be ready for the start of the 2021 season, just based on the fact that you had had not been playing as much as you were used to? Um, I wouldn't say it was difficult to start the season, but I, what was difficult for me was getting back into like the everyday practice, like routine, waking up at 6 a.m. to go to weight, um, and then going to a four hour practice, a three to four hour practice, you know, that afternoon. I feel like that was the only difficult part for me was getting back into that routine and allowing myself for my body to, you know, regulate back to that. But 
Baseball-wise, I felt like I stayed ready um, over the quarantine break. It was it was up to me to stay ready, and I, I made sure I did that. So it wasn't too hard to start to see the back up and be healthy. And I know in the past you, you have had some injuries. Um, how have you been doing physically this year? Really good. Um, last year was injury-free as well. This year, injury-free, thank God. It's It's been... Like I said, it's been up to me to take care of my body, and I feel like I've been doing a lot of better job than that. Um, I knew I had an injury uh, senior year of high school that kind of put me out for a while. It didn't allow me to pitch much, but since I got into college, um, I think I've only had one injury that was kind of mild. Um, but other than that, these past two years, I've been injury-free, so it's been good. Okay, Gil. So, how have you? Um, how were you able to hold yourself accountable to you know during quarantine? Um, go out and try to keep yourself in shape when you're by yourself, and also you know um, do the correct things to make sure that you don't injure yourself or anything like that. Right. So, I had a plan. Um, I knew that we weren't going to. I knew gyms were going to be closed, and I knew that we weren't going to be able to come back to school to use the facilities here. So. I told myself that I needed to get up every morning. I needed to run. Um, I have like a little workout set up in my house, so I was able to, you know, have the luxury to do that. So it was just up to me. I gave myself my own motivation. Um, I know where I want to go in the future, and I know what I have to do to do that. So I think I would say it was pretty easy for me. I, I Yeah, I had days where, you know, I woke up in the morning, didn't want to do much, but you know, that's when my dad would get involved and he'd be like, hey, you need to get out of bed. You need to do something. So I have the supporters around me that allow me to get out of bed, allow me to, you know, get better each day. So I think that was the biggest key for me was having those guys around me that were going to push me even when I didn't want to. Gil, let's rewind a little bit and talk about just growing up in Casa Grande and beginning to play baseball, um, you know, uh, when did that kind of begin? And um, tell us a little bit about your, um, your your baseball career, like as far as just from when you first started and kind of how you grew into the game. Yeah, so I started playing baseball when I was about four years old. Um, lived in Castigran my whole life. So with my parents, my dad – actually made me a left-handed. He actually made me left-handed, so kind of helped me out a little bit there. And, yeah, I started playing baseball when I was four, um, played in the Little League there. And as I grew older, I want to say when I got to eight or nine, I had a coach, uh, Paul Cervato. He introduced me to club baseball, and at the time I had no idea what it was. Um, but it was tournament weekend, and you know, I loved it. It was playing all the time. It was baseball all the time. It was something what I wanted to do. But as I moved on to baseball, I started moving on. I got into high school, decided to go to Cascade Union High School. Um, nobody knows this, but I was enrolled to Vista Grande at first. And the day before school was going to start, I actually switched over to Union. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure John Bettina was happy about that. Oh, yeah, he was. So, <laughs> yeah, um, high school baseball started uh, freshman year. So John helped me out a lot. He, you know, he gave me the motivation to 
I played varsity a couple games. I wasn't like a regular starter, and I looked up to the guys that were on varsity. And John took me onto games with his varsity team, and it, it just helped me open my eyes. And I knew that baseball was what I wanted to do, and it just encouraged me to work harder and continue to get better. And I joined another club team that was based here out of Tucson, and it helped me. It helped me improve a lot. And going into sophomore year of high school. It was, it was, I would say it was easier to know what my path was going to be and what I wanted to do. I had, I mean, college was not in mind at all, especially University of Arizona was definitely not on my mind. But going into junior year was when I had the breakout year and it was, it was definitely a journey getting there because I had a lot of people around me helping me get better. And now that I look back on it, I can see that. But I feel like in the moment it was, you know, I just felt like I just had those people around me. But now that I look back on it, it's, you know, everybody had a little piece in helping me get to where I am today. But, yeah, I committed to here at University of Arizona after my sophomore year of high school. And I feel like it's been it's been a long journey, um, especially getting here to university my freshman year. It was it was new to me. It was just kind of like a wow, um, just in shock that I was you know at a Division One school. But freshman year, uh, pitched more than I really planned on to be honest. Um, was able to work hard. Was able to get the right tools and the right skills that you know I needed to hear, needed to learn. Sophomore year here didn't go as planned. Um, struggled a bit. Um, lost lost my groove a little bit. Lost a couple mechanical portions, but. After that year, I, you know, went out to Oregon. I went out to Bend, Oregon, to play summer ball, and that, that's like that turned my career around by a long shot. It summer ball just allows you to, I would say, to learn more about yourself, to figure yourself out, and you know, you learn a lot of people, or you meet a lot of people while you're out there. And I mean, there's different players around the world that go out there to the teams and. It was just awesome being out there for two months, learning a lot, working with different pitching coaches, working with different coaches. Just feel like it was something that I needed. And I came back junior year after that, and it was – I feel like from there it's been up. And um, I have – I've worked harder. I feel like my worst exit has been at its highest as it's been. Um, but, yeah, now that we're here after COVID hit, I know our season got cut short last year, but – Everything feels like it's going back to normal this year, and everything's been on a roll since then. So technically, were you, were you was last year your junior season, but then you were able to retain that year of eligibility because of COVID, and so now you're a junior again? Correct. Yeah, we got a year back by NCAA because of COVID, so everybody got the year back. So still junior in baseball and senior academically. Uh, you talked about club ball and, you know, explain kind of how that balance works when you're in high school. You know, you're, you're playing varsity baseball for a high school team. You're also playing for a club team. Um, I mean, that takes up a lot of your time and, but explain like, you know, uh, what club team you were playing for and, you know, where you were playing your games and all that stuff. So when I joined the Tucson, uh, the club ball team that was based out of Tucson, it was BNL, um, the fans for baseball's next level. It's on coached by 
Coach Huey. He is actually a scout for the New York Yankees. And it was, yeah, it was games every weekend. But the great thing about that was the games in our high school were during the week. So it was able, we were able to break it down to where if I were to pitch on a Monday game or Tuesday game for my high school and I wasn't going to throw for the rest of the week and I was going to throw again that weekend with my club ball team. So we were able to set a schedule to where I had enough time or days off for my arm, for it to recover, for it to be okay. But say I needed to pitch double games that week for my high school, of course my high school is going to be the top priority. If I needed to pitch double games, I would just call my coach and be like, hey, um, I'm not going to be able to make it this weekend up to Tucson because I have to do so-and-so. So I feel like it was very planned out, and it was I was able to work with both coaches, um, being able to prioritize one team, but the other coach understand that where I was coming from if I needed to throw, you know, two games during, throughout the week. So I feel like it was, it was an easy way to get more baseball, of course, um, but it was easy to balance it out and being able to set a schedule knowing that I was going to throw a certain day and if I was going to throw another day that I I wasn't mandated to throw with the club season, if you know what I mean. Okay, Gil, so you mentioned um, that at some point, you know, college wasn't even, like, in your mind. So when did you make that decision of wanting to continue to play college baseball? So going into, you know, freshman year of high school, um, I personally, I was like, there's no way I'm good enough to, you know, be on varsity, right? And that was just my mentality. I always thought that I needed to get better, and I always thought there was just so many areas to improve. And I'm like, there's like college was just never, never in the thought. And I feel like after my freshman year, um, after being able to join the team here out in Tucson, it it just kind of, like, I feel like a switch just, like, clicked. And going into sophomore year, um, still playing with the team in Tucson, I was able to get more, like, looks from college coaches. And then that's when I – it was a lot of junior colleges at first. So junior college was in the picture. But when I say, like, college was never in the picture, I mean, like, Division One, like, big schools. Like, I never thought about it. And I never thought that – I would be committed to Division One after my sophomore year of high school. But I feel like after my sophomore season, uh, when I kept playing here in Tucson and I started talking to a lot of more Division One coaches, that's when I made that decision, like, okay, I want to go to Division One. And the years before that, I never gave it any thought of, you know, going into Division One, going into a Pac-12 school. It was just never on my mind. You know, and it's interesting, Gil, because you said that you ended up committing after your sophomore season, and it was really your junior year that was like kind of the big breakout year for you at the high school level. So, um, how did that come to pass that you were that you ended up committing after your sophomore season? Um, the club team here in Tucson was helped me out a lot. Um, so I was, I would say, a sophomore in high school, so I was about sixteen years old. Yeah, 16 years old, and I was thrown against junior colleges here in Tucson. So I was thrown against Pima Community College. I was thrown against Cochise, 
Yavapai, Eastern, all these community college I was I was thrown against and I was maybe five, six innings against each team, you know, and I was only sixteen and these guys were about four or five years older than me. And I feel like that helped me out a lot with the recruitment process, um, going being able to commit to a high, to a higher school. And this the club team that I was on here in Tucson was they're heavily recruited by, you know, division ones. And I didn't know that at the time, but as time went on, I was able to talk to more coaches and get more looks out of you know, different types of programs. So the team here helped me out tons. So I, met, I talked about that breakout junior season. And just for the listeners here, you went six and three that junior year with a 119 ERA and 138 strikeouts in just 64 and two thirds innings. Uh, which <laughs> really incredible. Um, what was your repertoire at the time? And maybe how has that changed, you know, from then until uh, now at the college level? Yeah, so my repertoire there, when I had that season, I believe I was a three-pitch. Um, it was a lot of competitiveness that helped me do that, I believe. I felt like when I walked out on the mound, I knew that I was going to win, and I knew that I was going to give it everything I had. But I was fastball, foot finger, change up my junior year of high school. And it's funny because those pitches now, I do not throw them now here in college. Um, but that, that was my three-pitch mix when I had that year. And when I got into college, a lot changed. Uh, now I'm fastball, curveball, slider, changeup. I don't throw the split finger anymore. Um, so, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to it. There's a lot behind why I switched my pitches, why I need to do certain things. But yeah, it's looking back on it, that season was definitely, definitely incredible. And I feel like, I don't know, I just felt like I was playing a video game. me. Well, the, the, the stats are definitely video game stats. So I can, I can understand that. Um, yeah. you know, you you are still you know now at U of A you're you're still a strikeout pitcher um, so far this year you've got uh, 16 strikeouts in uh, 10 and two thirds innings coming out of the bullpen so what would you say is your out pitch uh, now now I feel like I feel like I can use any of my pitches for an out pitch but it remains the same that it was in high school I feel like the fastball is still the out pitch. Um, being able to locate my fastball, I feel like I get a lot of swings and misses up in the zone with my fastball, even though, you know, we, they preach to us that we need to pound the ball down. We need the ball down in the zone, which is very understandable. A lot of, we can't get away with fastballs up, but I feel like in that bat, if you can dictate that you have a breaking ball and that you have, you can show off speeds for strikes, it allows me to use my fastball for my out pitch. So to this day, I believe that my fastball is still my out pitch. So how has your fastball changed from, let's say, like your junior year in high school to now? I mean, uh, both velocity-wise, movement-wise. So from junior year of high school, I believe something out at 91, maybe a couple 92s, maybe. 
on a good day. Um, but I feel like in high school, I was probably 88 to 90, 91. And I feel like that was enough for for high school. That, one, that was enough, and it played. But, you know, being here at the University of Arizona, it's the lifting program that we have, the medical treatment that we get, and all the recovery programs that we have. It just – it's allowed my body to change so much, and it's allowed me to understand what I need to do to take care of myself to, you know, boost my performance even more. So, like I was saying, in high school, if I was 88 to 90, now here in college, I'm, I would say, 92 to 94 um, on, on a good day. Uh, when I really don't have myself, I would say 91, 93. So there is that jump to where – Junior year was it was okay, and now it's I would say above average. Not where I want to be yet, but it, it it's it's above average, and I feel like being able to have the tools to have a lifting program and have a set schedule with a medical doctor and a recovery program it's allowed me to boost my performance and uh, figure out my body a lot more. Okay, Gil. Now I I want to backtrack a little bit here. Um, when you committed to Arizona, that was at the end of your sophomore season. And, you know, you still had two more years left of high school. Um, what led you to that decision? And, you know, why was it a right decision for you at the time? And how did you just decide to continue on with that um, once you became a senior? Yeah. So before before the commitment happened, um, I had talked to the University of Arizona for maybe a week. A week before that, they had talked to me. They had given me a call. And uh, they took me on an unofficial visit, and at the time, um, parents weren't home. When, when I had my unofficial visit, they weren't in town, so I had to go on my own. And it was definitely scary, I would say. Um, it was just, I was in shock. So I had talks with my family about it, and I was, and I remember I had told them, I'm like, if they offer me a scholarship that is good enough for me, I'm just, and I told them, I was like, I want to commit to the University of Arizona. And my parents told me to wait, and they told me that maybe we should wait and see. But my biggest thing was I wanted to stay in state. Um, I wanted to play at the University of Arizona rather than Arizona State. But, yeah, that was my biggest thing is I wanted to stay in state. And I told myself is if they offered me, a scholarship and they offered me a spot on their team that I was going to take it. So as soon as that offer came, I on the spot automatically committed to them. All right. So Gil, you talked about how um, early, earlier in your career, like when you were about a freshman in high school or whatever, you, you had no idea. You didn't even dream of pitching for like a Pac-12 school or anything like that. So now take me to your freshman year at Arizona and we're talking just over three years ago. It's February 18, 2018, and you make your debut for the Wildcats pitching against USC in Los Angeles. Um, and it would take me to that. What was that like? Huh. Oh, man. Butterflies, for sure. Like, at an all-time max. It was, I wouldn't say so much nervous, because, the way I see it, it's, it's baseball. It's just baseball. But being able to be in the uniform and running out to the mound, it was the longest run in my life. Like, I – no kidding. It was 
I felt like it was a mission to get to the mound. And when I got on the mound and I threw my warm-up pitches, it was just butterflies. I was just in complete shock, and I'm like, I cannot believe that I'm, you know, in the Pac-12 game right now. But I threw my warm-up pitches and still still butterflies. It was still roaming around in my stomach. But as soon as I threw that first pitch, it, I right then and there, I was like, Okay, I got this. And I feel like from there, everything just kind of settled down. And, yeah, it was just – from there, it was just compete. But, yeah, running out to the mound and knowing that I was going to get put into the game was was probably the most nerve-wracking thing that I've had so far. Okay, by the way, I just want to correct myself real quick here because I think you had your debut – on February 18 that year uh, against Bryant, and then right. you ended up pitching against USC on April 15 of that year. So, um, well, now I want to take uh, a step back just real briefly, too, to your senior year at CG Union, because now that was the year, as you mentioned, that you had, uh, I believe it was some sort of arm injury. Was it the elbow? It was, the, it was like the forearm area, correct? Oh, forearm. Okay, yeah. Now, what I remember about that year since I was covering you that year was that, you know, you you were very limited as far as pitching. You, you couldn't pitch much, but you were able to go out and play the outfield and hit, and it just so happened you were, like, the best hitter on the team. So um, <laughs> what, what was that uh, senior year like? So, oh, man, that senior year still comes back in me a little bit, but – so we started off the season. Um, I believe our very first game that season was wow, forget who we played, but it was somebody that we had lost. Oh, I believe it was Williamsfield. Um, we had lost him the year before, so I was already pretty pretty upset that we had lost him the year before. So I it was opening day, and I pitched. Um, it started the game. I believe the first guy felt fine. Um, I was able to get him out. And then the second guy, I think the second pitch that I threw to him, my arm just said, nope. And it, like, tightened up on me. It felt like a really tight cramp where I couldn't move my hand and kind of stretched it out a little bit on the mound. And I had a runner on first at the time. So I remember I threw a pickoff over to first, and in my arm just did not feel good at all. So. I'd make sure I did that before I threw a pitch, before I made it serious, like a serious injury. So did that, felt that it hurt too bad. So I called over to the dugout and looked at my coach, and I'm like, hey, my arm. So I remember they pulled me out of the game, and I went to the doctor the next day. And I don't think I touched the baseball for maybe a week. Um, I think I skipped two more games after that. But then – I started playing catch again, and it felt perfectly fine when I played catch. This is what I didn't understand about this injury was I felt perfectly fine when I played catch. I could be in the outfield and throw it as hard as I could at home play, and I'd be fine. But as soon as I stepped on the mound, that's when I, my arm would just kill. So it was it, it definitely sucked and because I knew that I could help the team out on the mound, but I told myself that I needed to help the team out another way. So I decided to get better at hitting, and I decided to improve myself as a defender and as a hitter. So I was able to do that, even though I knew that I was going to pitch. At the same time, I was taking care of my arm. 
but I was improving myself as a hitter. And I'm like, I know I'm not going to go to college for a hitter, but hey, never know, right? Well, you could have fooled me with the way you were swinging the bat that year. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, so then, I, I don't know. Like, it's it's probably a weird feeling when you look back on that year because, like you said, there's some regret just because you couldn't pitch, um, you know, the way that you wanted to, uh, and you were limited to, I think, just about 20 innings that year. But, uh, I mean, was there the other side of it, too, that you felt – really good about being able to still contribute to the team, uh, being an everyday outfielder and, uh, and an impact hitter? Yes, 100%. Um, yeah, when I look back on it and I say, like, the season, like, haunts me and I look in, it just kind of hurts. Yeah, it, it, that's because of the pitching side, because I, I wasn't able to help the team out on the mound, like, as much as I wanted to. But being able to help the team out the way, the way that I was able to at the plate, I feel like I look back on I I would say it was a successful year. Um, I was able to help the team out, you know, to make playoffs again, make another playoff run. And but not only me, there was a lot of other players that contributed to it. Um, there was guys that had to step up on the mound and be our number one guy. And I feel like that team was just it was a group of guys that have played together since we were about eight years old. And there was about 10 of us that graduated that year that played together when we were really small. So I feel like being able to help the team out about the plate and being able to see all my other teammates step up to a bigger role than they thought that they would have was definitely great. So successful year, yes. But for me on the mound, I feel like that's why I say that year kind of haunts me a bit. All right. So, Gil, uh, last question here, but it's kind of a two-part question. So, um, first part is, you know, U of A is having a great uh, season right now. Uh, the, the regular season is kind of winding down. So, what are you kind of expecting, you know, out of yourself and the team for the rest of this season? And then, you know, you're going to have some sort of decision to make after the season's over. Um, so any thoughts on, um, you know, your decisions about what you're going to be doing next year? Yeah. So with the season winding down, um, we have, I would say, two weekends left of games. Um, we have Washington this weekend coming up. That's our biggest main focus right now. And we have Dixie State um, the weekend after. So our biggest thing right now and our biggest focus right now is we need to be Washington. We need Washington and Washington coming to Arizona and we cannot lose Washington. But um, whether playoffs is in the picture for us or whether it's not, um, I haven't really given a look at all the at all the polls yet and where we stand and all that. I haven't given a look yet, but for me personally, um, I just want to, you know, continue on the path that I am right now. Um, I feel like I've been pitching. I have been pitching well. Um, can I be pitching a bit better? Yeah. Um, but I feel like I just need to continue working, whether the season has two, three weeks, last four weeks. Um, just to continue to work. Because, um, you know, we never know when, when the season is going to end. So I feel like for me to continue on that path and see my head down and just work. But, but after this year, whenever it ends, um, my plan right now is, you know, wherever it takes me. Do I want to continue to professional baseball? Absolutely. 
Um, if I get the opportunity, will I take it? Yes. Um, but if the opportunity doesn't show in the picture, then University of Arizona for another year will be in the picture. But for me, I feel like being able to focus right now with what I need to do to you know help my future out would is is the biggest thing. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Retro Rewind. And uh, I want to thank our guest, Gil Luna. Gil, thanks for talking with us today, and best of luck the rest of this season. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. This episode is brought to you by Jones Ford Buick GMC, serving Arizona since 1970. Stop in today at North Pinal Avenue to see their great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles or shop online at Jones Buick GMC Casa Grande. You'll be glad you did. There you go. That's it. That's it. Thanks for listening to Pinal Central's Retro Rewind Podcast. Remember to go to PinalCentral.com and our Facebook page to access future podcasts. We are also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite streaming services. We will catch you next time.